Welcome to Content Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Khadija, and I'm a content marketing manager. This podcast is for marketers, either current marketers or marketers of the future, who are early or mid-stage and focused mostly on performing content marketing duties or thinking about exploring other areas of marketing. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and I look forward to our conversations. Hello and welcome to another episode of Content Corner. We are at episode seven. I can't believe that we're already at this point. Um, Been a little bit wonky with the scheduling and everything, but getting back on track, getting things done. Um, So if you missed it, on the last episode, we talked about the power of storytelling. And I was talking about that in the context of storytelling within content marketing. How to tell a good story, elements of good story, how to create a strong and consistent story for your brand that not only works well for marketing, but also can work well across the organization. You know, having a good story can help arm your sales team so they know what they should be selling within those conversations and, you know, things they should be highlighting about the problems that your organization or your offering solves. And then in general, just how to make your content strong, have a good flow to it and, really keep that story top of mind for people who are consistently looking at your brand. Maybe these are mostly going to be folks in the research phase when I say consistently looking at your brand. If they get more familiar with your story, it's going to be harder to ignore and it's going to be harder to forget about your brand and that might compel them to make a purchase down the line later. So now I just want to kind of take it back to basics and talk about the elements of a good story. So just the simple parts of a story that I think need to be checked off and included, and then the ones that I think feed most into the context of content marketing. So I would say that there's five key components to a good story. And the way I, in no particular order, but the way I chose these was just thinking through all the stories I've read consistently, all the stories I've written as well and just thinking about what made them good what sort of trends was i seeing what sort of patterns was i seeing so the first one i would say is the plot the plot is basically what the point is or the path that the story is taking so essentially what the story is is the plot second thing i would say is the structure So there's definitely different ways that a story can be structured and, you know, maybe it's an epistolary. So it's kind of um, in uh, letter format, which I find to happen a lot in Victorian novels in particular, at least ones I've read. Uh, Maybe not the whole way through, but it gives context or kind of insight into the mind of your characters that way. Um, Split narrative. So, you know, maybe one chapter is told from the point of view of one character and then maybe it switches in the next and it alternates that way. You know, it can be a whole different thing. So there's totally different ways of structuring. And then, of course, we have the larger structure around fiction or nonfiction. And there's different elements that go into each of those. Um, of course, when it comes to the characters, um, these are the folks that drive the story along. Um, they give you something or rather someone to be invested in as well. Um, there can be stories that just have one character. Um, but you know, the more stories, the more layers, or sorry, the more characters, the more layers to your story. So depends on the type of work, of course, that you're trying to produce, but characters really do 
you know, take people on that adventure quite literally. And, you know, there's characters you might like more than others, and it gives you something to kind of keep focused on and follow the plot line of as you're reading something. Um, and then for the fourth one, I chose Climax. So this is the peak of the action or the top of the mountain, as it were, in the story. Um, so usually I find that this happens two-thirds of the way in, um, and then you kind of get that rising action. You wonder, all the things you're wondering about, it's finally kind of come to a head, and then you see how the aftermath unfolds, if the story is structured that way, of course. Um, but it's probably the the part that you're working towards most. You're hoping to get to that final moment and understand what all that time you invested in the story really means. And then the last element I would say is the conclusion. So it puts a nice bow on the journey that you've been down reading the story. Um, it doesn't always have to provide closure, which is why I think it's one of my favorites. Um, there is the opportunity to make it a continuous story. Hence we have series and everything like that. Um, and also it doesn't have to have that closure to be effective. I think that even if it's open-ended, it can still give you something as a listener, give you something to think about, you know, allow you to further imagine what the story could have been like and put your own spin or interpretation on it more than something that's very clear-cut. Um, and then basically when I'm thinking about these elements, you know, it's kind of hard to think about how certain ones fit into content marketing. I think I would say that ones that always qualify are the structure of the story that you're telling, quote-unquote story, the climax, and then the conclusion. Plot, it depends how you develop your story or how you're delivering that story. Again, I think that's brand dependent, so it might not be a story in the traditional sense, but plot shouldn't be ignored. It should be something that's at least thought about, seeing if it makes sense to inject into the work that you're trying to create. Um, and then characters. This one, I think, is the one that for sure can be eliminated, unless, of course, it makes sense through your brand to tell a story through a fictionalized character. But I think when it comes to interacting with your brand story or any content marketing assets that you do produce as a content marketer, um, the characters are essentially who your audience is. I think that the way that your intended reader interacts with your story allows them to place themselves within the story, you know, visualize themselves within the larger picture of your brand, your product, your service offering, etc., and how that will benefit them. And then as they think about what that looks like for them, they become a part of your brand story in the form of becoming a customer. But I don't think that inherently characters are part of the structure of your story when it comes to content marketing. So let's go back to the three elements I think will show up every single time. And first I said was structure. So without a doubt, when you're before you're even creating something, before you've been researching for that something that you're trying to produce, you're definitely trying to determine what type of content that it is that you need. So whether it be a blog post, whether it be an ebook, a pamphlet, a survey, a form, case study, whatever it is, you can't ignore the structure because there are different checkboxes for each type of content that you're trying to produce. You really don't want to make it a one-size-fits-all blanket approach. You really want to make sure that you hone in on certain types of structures when you're doing content. I don't think that it's always easy 
to repurpose something. I'm not saying it's impossible, for example, to take a case study and turn it into a blog or anything like that, but I don't think that every type of content translates well into every other type of content. You really have to be focused on what it is that you're actually trying to produce, like what the goal is. So if it's a blog post, focus on having that sort of structure. And then after you have your finished product, if it makes sense, see how you can repurpose that content into a different structure and use it in other mediums. That's the first one for sure. Second is the climax. So in this case, I would say the climax is the solution to the problem presented. So whatever it is that you're trying to solve for your audience, whatever it is that you're trying to educate them on, whatever it is that you're hoping they take from the content you've created, that should provide a solution to the problem. You don't want to write, let's say, an educational article or some sort of guide and you know, someone reads that 15, 20 pages and they come out of it still not knowing what their next step should be, what the solution is to their problem. Of course, we're not going to say that everything is covered and people might have follow-up questions. That's totally fine, but it should serve that purpose of educating and assisting if that's what the content is supposed to be. Um, Even though um, we're talking about problem solved, I still think, you know, blog posts and case studies can solve the problem of eliminating doubt and providing credibility. You know, you might not have had that kind of persuasion or that kind of reach before you created that next piece of content, but that's still a solution in itself in terms of one that benefits both your audience because they've learned something and been able to further educate themselves and also for the business because you've, you know, pushed someone further down the funnel, so to speak. And the last element I would say is conclusion. So basically when you wrap up your piece, whatever it is, it should either you know illustrate how to resolve the problem that was presented that you're addressing within that work, or it should provide some next steps for your audience. So whether that be booking a demonstration of your service offering so they can really understand how it is a tangible solution to their problem, or maybe it's taking some sort of evaluation to understand their readiness for a product in your space. Even if it's not your product, just understanding, you know, if it makes sense for them to continue going down that road of research and eventually purchasing. But whatever it is, whatever the conclusion is, whatever the piece is, it should either resolve the problem in a how-to format or it should provide clear next steps for your audience. So let me know, you know, if you folks are thinking about this when it comes to a good story and putting this in the content marketing, whether or not you agree or disagree um, that three of these five elements I mentioned in the beginning, so plot, structure, character, climax, and conclusion can actually be um, all encompassed or yeah, all encompassed within a work. Or if it is kind of more how I've put it, where you pick three of five, because you know that they're going to be consistently present and then you're flexible with the other two, which are characters and plot. We'd love to hear what you folks think, folks think, what you think makes a good story in general. If there's any elements that you would include that I didn't include, um, I would love to hear your thoughts. So please, um, leave me a note in the comment section and tune in next week.